Hello there. You're listening to Manufacturing Tomorrow, brought to you by the Ohio Manufacturing Institute at The Ohio State University. I'm Katherine Kelly, your host. This segment is also brought to you by the Center for Operational Excellence at the Fisher College of Business. Today we are speaking with Stephanie Kovac and Amy Nelson, who both work in employee development at Crown Equipment Corporation. Located in New Bremen, Ohio, Crown Equipment is the world's fourth largest material handling manufacturer of powered industrial forklift trucks with almost $3 billion a year in worldwide sales. Amy and Stephanie are at the Center for Operational Excellence Summit to describe Crown's approach to workforce development. The employee talent development process was designed to engage, innovate, and empower workers. By systematically using this process and supporting tools, Crown is working to create a continuous talent development culture across the company's 18 global manufacturing sites. Stephanie Kovac is an employee development specialist who works with manufacturing employees at Crown to help them develop within their current position and prepare them for future leadership roles in the company. She's worked at Crown Equipment for 12 years and in that time has held positions in service, inventory control, manufacturing training, and most recently, employee development. She holds a master's degree from the University of Toledo. Amy Nelson is a manufacturing talent program development specialist at Crown. She meets regularly with manufacturing leadership to discuss training and development needs and researches and develops curriculum that helps employees grow within their current position and prepare them for future leadership roles. Amy has worked at Crown Equipment for eight years as a writer editor for marketing communications and an instructional designer in training. Prior to Crown, Amy worked as an editor for Pearson Publishing where she edited and developed college textbooks for future leaders. Amy and Stephanie, welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you. you. Employees have a wide variety of skills and backgrounds at Crown. How do you keep those who are tasked with designing, manufacturing, selling, and supporting the company's material handling products engaged in growing their talents? From my experience, especially with our shop floor workforce moving on up, uh, what we found was important was to understand the basic foundation of competency that employee needs and then move up from there. So it wasn't enough to say, you know, there's this gauge that we need them to learn to use. We take that steps further to say, well, what do you need in order to complete that task and, and to really scale that down to where we start with the foundation and we assume that they don't know anything about what we're going to teach them. And then because our learning is self-paced, we allow them to very quickly go through what they already know and then focus on what they need to learn to do their jobs. Uh, from there, it is being paired with a mentor on the shop floor and understanding what, what are we gonna do because our technology and manufacturing is constantly changing and we're bringing in very sophisticated new machines. And so making that training available to our employees has always been important to us, but then making sure that we have the ability to pass that on to other employees as they come up through into those levels is also important. So we place a great deal of trust in our training, but also in our current employees to pass on that information. Is that training mostly online? I mean, you have 18 plants, so do you have uh, as robust of an HR support system at each of those plants, or is it really it's, it's centrally located? We have training at, I know we have training in Germany. Mm -hmm. We have training in Mexico. We are establishing a training center in Indiana for our two manufacturing facilities there. Um, we try, it, it's not centrally located, but we do bring uh, employees from other regions to New Bremen. And we mentioned during our presentation a class called Leader by Design. 
And what that means is we bring in senior leadership to speak about Crown's strategy and our vision. And that is such an empowering, engaging class. Well, we don't even call it a class, it's a workshop, because you're working with other employees from all over the world. And they come to New Bremen to experience that, because what better way to engage your employees than to put them in a room with senior leadership for three days, where they're allowed to ask any questions that they like to learn more about the company. And that must provide a lot of context, too, on why they're doing what they're doing, correct? Exactly. And that's where it came from. Uh, I think it was five years ago that the class was established, and it came from the gap of people just wondering, why do we do it this way? You know, Crown doesn't come out and we just, we're just like, oh, I think we're going to build this new lift truck. We're very deliberative, and you learn that in the class. We, we do our research. We really find out if it's a customer need, and then, you know, we, we build the truck. So you learn that in that class. You learn why we do what we do, and it, it makes so much sense. And you have this um, robust individual development plan with the one to two year and three to five year goals mm-hmm. and, and even a field for those who would like to, to mentor. Uh, what has been the response among the workforce at Crown? I think the response, it's what you would expect. Not You're going to have folks who, who just take it and run with it, and they want to, you, you actually have to rein them in mm-hmm. um, because they want to fill every single field on that form and then add additional rows and new columns. And so kind of that takes some managing. Um, but on the flip side of that, you do have the employees who say, I just, I want to do my job and I want to go home and I don't want you to mess with me. And and so by really explaining to them why we're doing it and clearly communicating the intent of the program helps with that. But once they start to see the benefits and if you set small goals in place to start with and they see those accomplishments happening and they really feel a sense of ownership in their own development, um, it, it helps to move it forward. So for some, it's it's very easy, and for others, it's a struggle, but it's it's really being there to support them, making sure they have a support system in place to help them celebrate those accomplishments. Um, when their goals are met, that they're, you know, tasked with setting another goal, and we're constantly not pushing them, but encouraging them to continue with their development. And one of the misconceptions is that development isn't always career aspiration. So just because you don't want to change your job doesn't mean you can't continue to develop yourself. We want them to be better tomorrow than they were today in any way, shape, or form that is. So we really care about the individual. Yeah, for instance, in those situations, we have coaching classes. So if they're such a master at what they do and there's a new employee, what better way for them to learn those skills to coach someone in that job? You know, you can stand there all day and tell them what to do, but coaching someone is just a different aspect. So they can come to the education center, take those coaching classes, and then just make that skill the best it could be. Stephanie, you had already mentioned the the new technologies, and Mm -hmm. and I I know from the presentation you talked about the the economic downturn and that there was a concerted effort not to leave anyone behind when it Mm -hmm. came to that. Can you talk a little bit about the approach there? Sure. I think um, when when we had the economic downturn in 2008 
and we really had to look at our workforce and understand um, obviously laying people off is something nobody wants to do so how can we avoid doing that and as we started to dig a little deeper into those layers we found that some of our employees you know, we hadn't done a good job of making sure that they were developing themselves. They may have gone to training, but we weren't really kind of taking that deep dive into it and ensuring that the training stuck. So our kind of our our focus then became development and not necessarily succession planning or performance review. So we're very clear that the development program is not a performance review. It is all about employee development. Um, and it was it was a good thing that that happened. I mean, it it doesn't didn't seem like it at the time, obviously, but technology, especially in the past ten years, has evolved so much that I know um, I don't work in the manufacturing plant now that I kind of grew up in. I work in another plant, but when I go back to that plant and I walk around, it's different almost every time I walk in there. It amazes me how quickly we bring in new machines and we move things around and our lines change and we get this new technology. And, you know, I'm. it's not like I go months at a time without going in there. I feel like I do go in there frequently, but it still just blows my mind when I see you know, some of the automation coming in and these really sophisticated CNC machines. And it's, you know, the needs of our workforce are changing. It's it's no longer, you know, pushing a button. It is we need people to really think strategically and to understand how this all works. And so it's our job as a company to make sure we equip them to do that before they need it and not after we've already identified that there's a problem. So instead of hiring new people with new skills, you're growing your own? Yes. Yeah, we definitely grow our own, but um, we have a very extensive co-op program. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting, during our presentation, we had a former co-op in there. And he wanted to raise his hand and say, I'm here today as a full-time Crown employee because even as a co-op, you sat down with me and gave me an individual development plan. And we worked through it. And now I'm a full-time employee. And so, you know, we just don't focus, I mean, on full-time Crown employees. We even focus on our co-ops. And that has really led to, um, I'm wondering, let me, I'm going to redo that, Eric. The question I wanted to ask is, uh, you know, a lot of the manufacturers that uh, I've spoken with have talked about the issues with soft skills. Mm-hmm. How have you all addressed that? We have a course catalog at the Education Center focus on soft skills. We have um, change management classes, advanced coaching, leadership communication. We have public speaking in addition to Toastmasters. We have relationship building, building constructive feedback, navigating change. So that is a core focus for us. And our classes aren't lecture-based. They are 80% activity and 20% lecture. So just like our online modules, where our online modules, they go and they take it. It's not just, I pass because I took a test. They pass when they actually perform that skill in front of a subject matter expert. So at Crown, we're all about the doing part of learning. You're going to go to a class, and you're not just going to get a free pop and some snacks all day long. 
You're going to actively participate. You're going to be in activities. You're going to be called upon. You're going to be in groups. You're going to be in pairs. So we are we actively engage them when they're there. And all of this was developed internally. Did you work with any partners to develop the curriculum? We do partner with, um, it's called a Chief Forum, and we have some of their content that we use. But we also find that we like to make it crown. Mm -hmm. So we'll add content in there to make it really applicable to what we do at Crown and that it aligns to our culture and the way that we do things. And it, it works really well. And then there are some classes that we develop from scratch as well. And to Amy's point with with the practice and follow-up is a big part of that. So what we encourage our employees to do is when they're going to take a class on communication or a class on some soft skill coaching, for instance, um, that they sit with their supervisor or a mentor or another leader within the company or even a trusted colleague and say, I'm going to go to this class. But then when they're done with the class to kind of set some goals for themselves and publish those to a degree to say, I'm going to try to practice doing this and can you kind of keep an eye on me in meetings and give me some feedback as to how I'm doing so we encourage that because that's one of the things that we've found is that well you know sending an employee to training is is great but the feedback that they can get from others as to how they're doing as they go along that journey is really important because sometimes as we're inside ourselves that self-awareness can can be kind of hard to understand so getting another person's perspective or someone who trusts to get their perspective on yeah I'm, I'm seeing this change in you and it's it's going really good um, that feedback is so important that's something that we're beginning to really try to harness and understand how we can actively help with that as talent development um, professionals we can't do that for everybody obviously but we we have leadership that can Speaking of leadership, um, mm -hmm. Emily Duraco, who heads up uh, Manufacturing U.S. Education and Workforce Development Program called Lightweight Innovations for Tomorrow, and was a former Assistant Secretary for the U.S. Department of Labor, spoke at a manufacturing forum I attended a couple weeks ago, and struck a chord that talent and human capital must be the number one concern of industry. Uh, do you agree? Was it difficult to convince leadership of the priority, or, or did they get it? Absolutely not. I think our leadership has always been driven by the people uh, that work for our company, and our focus has always been on our employees since day one. It's it's not something new for us. It's something that I think we have a unique situation because so many families work at Crown because we're in a small area and we employ basically everyone in the town and surrounding towns. So you have a lot of instances where grandfathers and fathers and sons and husbands and wives and mothers and daughters, they're all working together. So we really have this family atmosphere that's a huge part of our culture. Um, and because of that, the importance of the employee has always been high. Um, but our employee development program was championed and initiated by our vice president of manufacturing. He recognized quite a few years ago that this was something that we needed to focus on strategically um, to help grow our business and help to put this plan in place that, that Amy and I are working on now, which is how are we going to grow our people to meet the needs of this ever-changing organization and, and continue to grow the company um, through our people. 
At the summit, uh, you you did talk about the employee development as a foundation for growth, and I, I think you've already talked about some of the uh, common language. Um, are there any particular strategies you can discuss other, other than what we've already talked about? I think understanding from uh, upper management where manufacturing is headed and where how our organization needs to change to fit those needs. Um, our leadership will help to structure development plans around those things. So if we identify that something new is coming up with automation and we want to make sure we're ahead of it, we'll start getting our people ready for that as soon as we find out about it and say, you know, here's this need and I would like you to take the lead on this project and learn all about it. And then come and tell me what you've learned and we'll we'll try to get you some experiences so that you can practice that. So when we're ready for it, we're ready for it. We're not bringing it in and then, you know, reacting to it. We're proactively getting our people ready. So there is strategy involved in that but it's still individual. So the employee has to own their development plan. It's not handed to them, um, which is what makes it successful. And how does management source the the trends that are coming down the pike and figure out what exactly will need to be uh, the the training for Mm -hmm. that next step down the road? I think a lot of our innovation comes from our people. Yeah. I mean, we are actively sending our engineers and our technicians to conferences, to summits. We're sending them to the manufacturers of the equipment that we buy to understand what do they have coming up? What are they prototyping now? And as we have these conversations, this this comes out. And so a lot of our in- innovation does come from our people, from the folks who are doing it every day. And it is a matter of understanding where does that fit with our business need and how are we going to do it? And so I'd like to say there's some secret sauce or something, but I, I really think it comes from our people. Yeah, we also consistently benchmark. We're always up to visiting other companies, learning from them, inviting them to crown. Um, we're really open to those benchmarking opportunities and partnerships along the way. And in addition to the uh, the curriculum that you use, are, are there any partnerships with um, with research universities or community colleges that you tap? Oh yes, we tap uh, the Ohio State University Center of Excellence. Of course, we tap University of Dayton. Recently, we are working with Case Western, and then we work on a we uh, partner with a lot of the community colleges nearby, Wright State. Lake Campus. We have a lot of trade schools. Uh, We have TriStar and what are a few of the other ones? Apollo. Apollo. And one of our initiatives that we've taken on in the past couple years with the the local um, technical schools is is we're trying to bring in some high schoolers who are going to school for CNC machining and and we'll hire them part-time Um, It's a great opportunity. I always say when I would see them at our training center, this is the most fantastic high school job for you ever because you're getting paid a great wage. Um, You're learning your trade. And at the end of this, you know, you've you've got a job ready for you, ready to go that you already know. So once upon graduation and and we're bringing those those young people in more and more um, and that's a great fit. And it's it is a, a breath of fresh air too to get some of those young people in and see what they have to say and what they're learning. Um, that's always fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's great. My last question uh, for both of you is uh, if you had a single tip to provide HR staff at other 
um, manufacturing companies, what would that be? My tip would definitely be to invest in all of your people, not just your high potential, not just your top 20%. Invest in everybody. Because if you think about it, if you're investing in everybody, just think about the innovation and growth your company is going to see. It's amazing. And a lot of companies, we have gone to a lot of outside training for talent and development. And that's always a focus. All right, what are, what are we going to do with our hypos and where, what kind of training? And But we look at all of our employees. So that that's the best tip that I could give somebody is to take a look at your your entire workforce and develop then and you would be amazed what can happen.